0: Buddy. They said it couldn't be done. They said two people could never get in a room together and talk, and it only took us nine months to do so. Jesse, she's counting right now. Am I right?
1: <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, at least. Six? No, it's actually been a slightly less than six months, but I oh, think damn. we're okay. dangerously close to it. <laughs> <you close>? uh, <laughs> half a year,
0: episode. half a year, and that should give you some <laughs> indication of why. Uh, maybe it's been a while since our last recording. Uh, we've been <laughs> the busiest people in the entire world. Jesse us up. How have you been, Bud? Since the last time we heard from you. <sighs>
1: I've been so good. I've been working and then Mm -hmm. I worked a little bit and then I did a little travel. Like I went to some cool countries um, this year. And you picked up more work for yourself. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> discovered more work um, you could be doing. Yeah.
1: More work. But I got I got to be involved with some theater productions this year and that was really exciting and I got to see a ton of theater. So I've been living the good New York City life and then That's a little right. bit of a little bit of uh, international travel here and there as well, so that's right. Uh, life is good with me, but I think you have some updates, now, buddy.
0: Before we brush over <laughs> that, so but you you skipped past like a, a grand transition that we're able to witness by hearing from you today, which is the fact that you've gone from content critiquing to content creation, at least in some Ooh. way, shape, or form, right? So you have become Certainly. someone who's helping to bring art to the world, and you'll in the months and years however you'll share as much of that as you would like to but i just want to say a sincere congratulations to jesse lynn who i love dearly on the next stage in her professional evolution um as Thanks, someone I uh, like i'm just so i'm really proud of you man and i learned about this very <laughs> very recently but it, it is really gratifying to see you be able to spend at least some Aww. part of your time helping the world uh, be a more artful place. Uh, well done, you.
1: That's really special. Thank you. Very, very small seeds now, so I think it feels like planting the seeds and then hopefully allowing them to grow in the next couple years. But happy to explore this new potential creative part of my life and, and see where to it
0: decide. Will be, guess, so, if you want to tend a garden at all, you have yeah, to decide like, is this gratifying to me? Is this something. And I would like to continue to do, because the the, the producing side of things uh, is apparently quite arduous, um, and it's a ton of work, and it's a ton of groveling. And if you feel like lifted and gratified by that, then you just you're cursed, man. I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to have to keep doing that. Uh, you're Dang you it. might you might fall in love with like a really hard job.
1: Oh, damn it! <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, yes, <bud>. maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. But yeah, I'm very excited to see where it will take us. It's been um, a really fun, awesome journey that I've gotten to be a part of. So um, more to come. But for now, yeah. just planting planting some seeds. But over to you, Corey. Right, hey, shut tell up. It's my turn. what's up.
0: So uh, yeah, the last time we spoke, I was not um, a culinary student, and I am now. Um, so that's been exciting. Uh, no, I, I'm in Oklahoma still. So and i i started attending a culinary school very recently so that's been like a new like kind of what feels like a like a formal start to a new direction Mm -hmm. in my life which has been really gratifying um but it's something i've been deeply passionate about for a long time which you know about um and to be able to do it um officially and kind of like not just be a hobbyist about something that I'm really passionate about has been pretty exciting. Uh it's also been a ton of fucking work um because <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not I'm an adult and I have to also, you know, work and have a full life outside of the classroom. <laughs> so I've never been busier than I am right now and I've never had less free time, but it feels yeah. like that what I'm using my time for um is you know, to the betterment of my spirit, it's something that I, I've yes. wanted to do forever, and it feels really nice to have taken these first steps towards it.
1: Well, look at you! I think that's yeah. amazing. Thanks, we're, man. we're just like we're making our dreams happen over we're here. We're doing it, Stoppers, dude. We're
0: <laughs> doing it. We're making. We're making <laughs> no, the uh, eternity manifest. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's so no, right. And you should
1: good. be proud of like following those those instincts of like. I'm doing something for me, not just because it will make me money, and I think that's really right. special. Because it certainly will we'll not do that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Well, laughs> but... No, I, I don't, I don't know that. Like whatever, wherever the path takes me, I, I don't know that it's going to be a huge money making venture. And I think I'm, in the way that your passion might. Your passion will almost certainly entitle you to pretty handsome compensation <laughs> down the road should you become successful at it, um, at any tier words, you decide should, to do it. Should it should, should, yeah. <laughs> should should you? Um, my mine is almost guaranteed not to. Uh, it's like I fell in love with being um, a Sunday school teacher or something. You know, like the, there's no <laughs> profit in what in what I'm in love with. Um, but like the idea of like a monastic uh, but fulfilling life is one that i've always kind of gravitated towards and i like totally. i've never to be able to cook as much as possible is is the entire idea so, so money be the damned
1: coolest yeah fair enough uh what is the coolest thing that you've learned how to do in culinary school so far that you didn't know how to do before going in
0: Oh, I can make whatever shape you want out of a fucking carrot, dog. Um, what?
1: Yeah. You can carve <laughs> a carrot? That's <laughs> no, badass. I, mean,
0: I guess. No, like, like what I was most excited about... Uh, it- in going to this particular type of school is just like formalizing and honing stuff that i've been doing for a long time so gaining confidence with knife skills being able to Mm -hmm. um cook from scratch confidently with no plan whatsoever has been really great um but you know what it'll it'll surprise you to know because neither of us are great shakes at mathematics um you quite famously so Uh, you you make (laughs) an enormous goddamn deal about how bad at math you are um and i've seen it in person (laughs) she's quite she's quite bad but (laughs) very bad at math (laughs) but i've never been good either i've we're not math people um but a, a great deal of the education And rightly so in this particular field is the economics of running a restaurant, the economics of preparing food and selling it for money. Uh, And as soon as we turned that corner, um, you know, syllabus wise, I got really, really nervous that it was all going to fall apart. And uh, okay, so when I was a kid, I really wanted to be a pilot. Right. And Uh then. I don't know who it was. My dad, somebody said, and they, he, whoever this person was, did not mean to crush a dream. They did not wake up that morning <laughs> like, "Well, fuck this kid in particular. I'll take him down a notch." <laughs> but they mentioned how much math was involved in mm. in, in like the science of being no. an airline pilot, and there <laughs> there is quite a lot of it. Um, But now that I'm getting into like institutional math and formulas and stuff, I feel like I could have figured it out. Uh, And I no longer want to be a pilot because that is like being a fucking bus driver with slightly more money attached to it. That is not a glamorous, (laughs) it's not Pan Am in the 60s. But 40
1: million times scarier, actually.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a much more high risk proposition. That being said, though, we've also learned about the dangers of botulism uh, and how (laughs) easy it is to create scenarios in which botulism can thrive. Um, if if (laughs) If you're ever buying canned food and it's dented, by the way don't don't just assume <laughs> there's cancer inside that can don't do it um but anyway so i kind of assumed that everything would fall apart as soon as there was math applied to this thing uh, that has not been the case i feel like i'm thriving a little bit we're totally good to go and i've uh o- opened new hallways in my brain um as a result of it That's it feels so really cool. nice
1: Um, And it is so helpful to have you nearby because I can be like, you know, trying to figure out how to how to take little leaves Mm -hmm. off a rosemary stem and be like, how the fuck do I do this more effectively?
0: uh, Rosemary, (laughs) you just start the lawnmower, boss. You just rip and run on that guy. You're not going to mess that up. You
1: know... You know what's so annoying about those stupid stems is if they're <laughs> thin that? enough. You run your little finger uh-huh. along it, and it just breaks every it time. It breaks right <laughs> off.
0: So time, yeah, time is really fiddly like that. Rosemary's a little heartier. The stalk itself is totally fine, but you like you're cooking for you, and you're cooking for your husband, and Scotch gets yeah. to lick the plate, and uh, like we he does. want we want to make beautiful art for these people, uh, for the men in your life. Uh, but I've seen what those guys eat i've seen i think they'll be fine Next time,
1: i'm just throwing the stem <laughs> in, shit in there
0: who cares
1: going in <laughs> yeah uh it was a pain i hated that i never want to do that again you, and nope you never to have, have to if you don't want to <laughs> so <laughs> hello so- fresh is not a sponsor but stop sending that bleak ass rosemary my
0: <laughs> way <laughs> how did that dish turn out by the way how did the the rosemary whatever the hell turn out
1: I don't even remember what it was, but <laughs> the only thing I remember about it was how hard that rosemary was to get yeah. off the stem.
0: It seems like a piece of you died in the attempt to make something completely forgettable. I'm sorry, but I
1: hated it. <laughs> um, but I do love HelloFresh. Like I said, not a sponsor. No free, ads. Podcast, no but... free ads.
0: No free we ads. Don't, we don't talk brands on here. Get out of here. Unless, of course, you're talking about the Norelco One Blade, the all in one easy trim. A- <laughs> <laughs> no free ads. Although
1: if you would like if you'd like to be us you'd like us to sponsor you, like just let us know. Like if you'd like versa. to get paid. That would yeah. be great.
0: I sponsor <laughs> I sponsor companies every single day with my hard earned dollars, but if they would like to throw <laughs> that the other way, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I want to clear something up. We absolutely can be bought. We're taking bitters constantly. Um, (laughs) And if you would like to give even a dollar, we will debase ourselves on the air uh, on behalf of your brand. We will. We'll betray sacred trusts. We'll reveal secrets that we swore never to betray. For the sake of a dollar.
1: (laughs) I will actively share my feelings on actors if you would like. Oh Us yeah! To talk about your product.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're we not supposed to have been d- doing that this entire time.
1: <laughs> no, the irony is I've been doing it this whole time, and I yeah, hope yeah, if I ever meet these people, free, they never like listen. a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> like a sucker. But you could choose what celebrity you would like us to dish our opinions mm-hmm. on. Cuz um, I remember some no. pretty choice
0: words you had to share about Star of Dune Timothy Chalamet back in the day. I know uh, that's
1: the one I'm thinking of in particular <laughs> actually. And Adam Driver? I think he was in the same boat there? He at was in some the same boat, well. which I
0: do not understand. Uh, and I I cannot join. <laughs> it. like I feel nothing about Timothy Chalamet. Fine. Uh good for good for that kid. Um, but <laughs> Uh, Adam Driver, you're gonna have to reckon with your feelings with point. No, no,
1: and I, I, I did. Remember we did our what was the the show Marriage or the movie Story. he did? Marriage Story. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie and I thought he was fantastic in it. So I feel like I've really reconciled with Adam Driver here. Um Timothy has not quite won me over yet, but uh, definitely definitely <laughs> well, I fans also, Adam. See you also we're doing it for free.
0: We're doing it for free. <laughs> right so now. yeah, we we gotta learn to tighten this up a little bit because we can't keep giving away the milk for free, so to speak. We You're right. we we You're really right. have to. Should we keep all of our opinions private until someone's re- willing yeah. to pony up?
1: Well, you know what? I actually think the reason that we're all here is because uh-huh. of a key sponsorship from one <laughs> person in particular. Who's that? I would like to oh, shout yeah, out yeah, Isabella. Yeah. Because if it was not for Isabella, one of our amazing listeners, one of the very best, the best to ever do it, the best listener that we have, I don't think we would be sitting here right now. Core, like she brought us back.
0: So okay so I was perfectly content to just like um be like oh I'm, I'm too fucking busy I'm doing uh, like important shit to make myself <laughs> a better person and I was I was content kind of like just to let it ride and just like let feel guilty feel guilty about not having done yeah. this in so long Sam. um and I, I like cuz all i constantly need some source of that energy in my life i constantly need to feel like
1: a little uh, bit of guilt
0: a little bit of guilt that's the fuel that my machine runs yeah. on correct um yes. and uh, it's a very catholic disposition um but uh, <laughs> all it took was jesse texting me hey isabella's uh, you didn't. You didn't say she was pissed. Isabella's pretty pissed that we haven't put out a new episode recently, and she wants to know when we're going to get on that. And I was <laughs> like, "Well, Isabella is." a saint and i wouldn't want to deprive her of that so all it takes is like gentle nudging from someone we respect and and look up to and
1: love yeah absolutely so isabella
0: it's been forever since i've seen you i miss you i wish you well um i i hope it was worth it i hope it was worth dragging (laughs) me away from watching youtube this afternoon um in order to talk to my beloved best friend about shit i love i hope it was worth it for you Hope you feel good about yourself.
1: <laughs> but we are very happy to be here and wouldn't be here without you. So <laughs> we appreciate it. But you know, we we do this podcast for one reason in particular, which is to listen to ourselves talk about stuff we've watched. Hell yeah. So I think <laughs> I think we should talk about some stuff that we've watched. And since it's been a minute, since we've gotten the opportunity to do oh, this, yeah. like. We have missed Barbenheimer. We Correct. have missed the summer blockbusters. We've missed whatever's on TV. Like, so missed much.
0: the near collapse of the entire industry that creates all of this for us. we missed two uh, we, yeah. simu- simultaneous enormous uh, labor revolts in both SAG-AFTRA and totally. the WGA. And we've seen <laughs> like a complete redefinition of what it means to be an actor with propriety over your own self-image, as well as yes. a writer with autonomy <laughs> over your words. Like, the entire industry so that provides crazy. us all this shit was completely reformed over the last six months and we had we, we never talked about it
1: we we didn't even touch on it uh, and speaking of which you know god bless them we're god gonna have them. some tv shows coming back <laughs> that's true uh, <laughs> Thank goodness, because really, I did feel, which was not a detriment to me, but certainly was for many people, I was relying on unscripted television. (laughs) And as we all know, I do not like unscripted television. no that's a lie I love it I love unscripted
0: television. I, I I hope we have plenty to hear today about uh like the unscripted TV that you've been watching because that is like we have our specialties that's definitely your avenue that's your beat um there's no better reporter on trash culture reality television than Jesse Lynn Grossman and I can't wait to hear more about that you. very soon I got
1: you but let's start with like you know the real stuff let's start with let's, the fun stuff let's like, start with the big what ones. were some yeah. Yeah, the big ones. Like, let's let's talk about takeaways from, you know, summer. Uh, mm-hmm. What were the things that you loved? What were the things that you hated? <laughs> you know, kind of talk, talk us well, through it.
0: Okay, so it's my turn now. So uh, w- let's talk about Barbenheimer, because, like, if there was a definitive yeah. moment in pop culture this year, besides um, the Renaissance and Eras Tour, which were, like, enormous profit drivers for the entertainment sector well um, done
1: ladies thanks for keeping the economy going
0: honestly like <laughs> the, keeping our our medium-sized towns thriving across america um they're they're you know taylor swift has a whole fridge just for soda um she's doing really like she's pretty solid financially she got nothing to worry about i
1: mean can we i, I will admit here i'm i'm not a, i'm not a swifty not actively a swifty. Have never been. In fact, I had a little vendetta because Okay. T Swift. Uh-huh. Okay, T Swift.
0: Who did she uh, break school, up with in slander? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. In go high ahead. school,
1: before, <laughs> before she was, you know, dating, um she came to my school, um my high school because there was like a little radio competition in Denver okay. around like who who could which high school could raise the much money uh, the most amount of money, and like if you raise the most amount of money, Taylor Swift's gonna come to your high school. And so we were Holy like, shit. oh yeah, all girls school, we got this, uh, and we did. we raised the <laughs> amount, yeah, most amount of money. Yeah. Uh, so Taylor Swift came to our school, and you wanna know what she did? She came to my high school and she didn't sing anything she just came she said hey and she left and i was like i don't even know you that well like what did you just you just came and you and and you went so i i didn't you know it kind of left a little taste in my mouth a little something and Listen, she, this was not her fault. This is, this is, I just want to uh, uh, remove Taylor from any responsibility here. Oh, she can I,
0: sing whenever she wants to. She's a free woman. She could well have burst out into yeah. song at any moment. Uh, I have a quick question for you. What was the money Ooh. for?
1: Oh, it was for a charity of okay. which I cannot remember. It's remember. <laughs> so, one
0: close to Taylor's heart, I'd imagine.
1: Or the radio stations. Uh, Who's to say? I can't remember. <laughs> Could have been a, an enormous
0: money laundering operation, and they got a very convincing Taylor double to come wave at a bunch of children who were deeply disappointed. Had the school told you that she was going to sing?
1: No, I don't think actually anybody said that. I think we all sort of assumed The
0: kids that kind of hyped themselves up about we're getting a concert. Yeah. yeah.
1: Totally. And so I, you know, have always been a little sad about that moment and remembered it till this day. But I must admit, in the past seven months or whatever it has been since she started the Aerith tour, I've been like, oh, shit, she's awesome. (laughs) And I... Respect so much what she's done for herself, uh, for for women in the industry. Sure. Um, and all of those things. And for the and, Kansas City Chiefs. And for the Kansas City Chiefs. But, mm-hmm. like, most specifically, she... Is amazing. Like I'm so impressed, and um, I've been listening to more of her music. I did go see the Eras tour. Oh in, no! <laughs> in, in fact, not not sorry, not in concert at at the movie theater. At the I movie not theater, yeah, to the yeah, yeah. Um, Can we? I post accidentally on paid our socials? for it twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what
1: happened? Um, well, I bought tickets you for just the wrong really night, and women? AMC oh, okay. has. Terrible customer service, and did not get my money back for the first time or the gotcha first purchase, sucker. So yeah. <laughs> I paid for the concert twice, um, but I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it, and I really enjoy her. And I will be a supporter of her music from this point forward. Um, <laughs> that's well, all. I
0: a couple things here. So <laughs> I, I assume we'll be posting your um, eras tour in theaters fit to our social channels. Um, just to let the folks oh, know, yeah, what you came up with what for the night. You love an outfit,
1: yeah. I do love an outfit. I can't say it was anything very impressive, but I did. I do have a Taylor Swift crew neck, and I and I did wear that.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Perfect. So, secondly, um, I'm I have an allergy to Taylor Swift. Don't sure. respond to the music at all. I think she's like a perfectly fine person, but having lived in um uh, the, the the heartland of america um the plains states uh for the last year or so um you would not believe like the messianic totemic figure that taylor swift is for one my mother uh loves oh, your her mom is so Swiftie? much i, I don't yeah. know about Swiftie even i think it's like 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 taylor swift is kind of perfectly calibrated to my mom so good <laughs> good for i love i love my mom and i love her to have art that. in the world that she she adores mm-hmm. but like the world ending impact that a taylor swift can have on a place like broken arrow oklahoma should not be understated <laughs> um she's a huge fucking deal um and there were Tons of interviews with people outside her concert, <laughs> who had called out from work and were obscuring their faces, uh, or would refuse to be interviewed because they've they've upended their lives in order to afford tickets to do this. Yes, um, exactly. She's a she's a huge like economic force in this part of the country. Yeah. She's
1: I don't, awesome. I, I respect her. it. I respect her. it so much. Like, and I also appreciate that she just owns who she is and what she does. And she's just like, Yep, yeah, that's what I do. Uh, and I love it. And nobody should make me feel ashamed for it. No, and and I, I would never and try I, to.
0: Yeah,
1: I respect it so much and I admire it. I wish I could be more like that. Good for you, Taylor. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I, I got to admit, I got got some mad respect over here. So am I am I a Swifty? No. But could I become one? It's a possibility. <laughs>
0: you're, you're starting to you can smell the Kool-Aid mm-hmm. at the very least. Yeah, I can. yeah, can. you know, what flavor yeah, it for is. sure. Right.
1: So that is one thing I saw in the theater, but (laughs) there were others as well.
0: And so the the big – so those were like big pop cultural moments, but Barbenheimer was kind of the one – I think that was like Isabella's impetus for like, where the hell have you guys been? Like, like, yeah. bat, bat, you, don't, you don't even have an episode on that. And it should, I exactly. think it sa- says quite a lot that Isabella, who I, I'm not even familiar with Isabella's media consumption, um, but it's like to even have her say, like, why didn't you do this? This is such an enormous, <laughs> like, like monocultural event that everyone has to have an opinion on and everyone must be at least somewhat invested in the failure success Mm. of the barbie slash oppenheimer phenomenon first what did you see both of these movies in theater i did both in theaters okay Mm -hmm. Which did you prefer? And
1: uh, Oppenheimer, uh, we saw in the 70mm, so in the preferred format,
0: um,
1: which you did not have access to. I didn't have
0: access, no. No, absolutely not. Thanks for rubbing it in. No, uh, I saw it in regular old IMAX, like fake IMAX (laughs) at the Tulsa Cinemark uh, in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Um, Mm -hmm. Which did you prefer between the two?
1: Please yeah 100
0: you preferred barbie okay so <laughs> <laughs> ask me the same question real quick oh which which one did you prefer Corey? <laughs> the boy one duh um <laughs> <no>. <laughs> so uh like i we could have called that six months out like which one are you gonna yeah. like more you that being that being said i enjoyed barbie quite a lot um
1: it's our girl. It's Greta. I mean, Greta it's, Gerwig.
0: It's, it's fucking Greta, man, and and it's Margot who I have nothing but like love and affection for, and I'm very excited about totally. any project she happens to pick out. Um, I, I don't know. I it's fine. Is it is it okay to be kind of like like it's perfectly fine about a about a toy commercial of a movie? Is am, <laughs> is it okay? To be like not um, over yeah, the moon about that?
1: I, you can you can feel whatever you want to feel. That's that you're entitled to those feelings. They're wrong, but you're, you're <laughs> know, entitled.
0: I to <laughs> <laughs> and I and I knew I was wrong when like I was dressed effectively, exactly like I am now on your Zoom screen. Um, In a sea of truly every demographic of person that Central Mm -hmm. Oklahoma can provide. So a pretty, pretty narrow contingency. But (laughs) but they were all of them across uh racial divide across age divide dressed in pink and they were dressed spectacularly dads with their daughters uh uh moms and their young lovers congrats to the moms out there uh everyone was really decked out in barbie and Ken get ups and like the sparkly merch and stuff but yeah. A, th- a toy commercial made over a billion dollars in theaters. Like an enormous, like undeniable hit that defined the year.
1: Absolutely. And I think that there are so many there's so many other layers which, you know, we're not gonna get into now, but I'll just acknowledge that I definitely think that this movie was a real, a real home run with the ladies for more ways sure. in more ways than one. I think leave it to greta to be so articulate and funny and wonderful about acknowledging the the woman's experience and and frankly the the spectrum of experiences yeah. you know and i really appreciated how she uh, how she did that and yes it was a toy commercial sure uh, <laughs> but good for mattel for saying go ahead Uh, because that could they could have said no uh, and they said yes and I appreciate that that they did Um, and there was some amazing the cast was fantastic I gotta I gotta admit I think Ryan Gosling stole the show in this movie (sighs) he really Um, fucking
0: crushed it man
1: He's so good. Uh, I sing I Am Just Ken all the time. Like, good for him. Like, could he get his EGOT for this fucking movie? Maybe. He was just nominated for a Grammy. Like, he totally could. Does Um, he have a Tony? No, but he could. Just throw him (laughs) on Broadway and something and he'll get
0: it. put him in anything. Um, He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh so you know I appreciated his performance uh Greta's direction Robbie's producing you know like there's so many wonderful bits and pieces of this movie and I and I just loved it good for them uh as a as a Barbie girl growing up I appreciated it oh, no also
0: the, oh, no, um,
1: I, I appreciated the conflict that exists also about Barbie as well. Right. I certainly had my own conflict with Barbie uh, and the lack of uh, inclusivity in nature of uh, not only figure, but also uh, community that she surrounded herself with. And right. I definitely appreciated the acknowledgement and the complication, but also it's complicated. Hashtag it's complicated. <laughs> um,
0: she did I the thing it. with her I fingers. I love Barbie. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I did. I, you can't see it, but I'm <laughs> hashtag. <laughs>
0: Fully, if, if Jessie um. has ever said the word hashtag, she's made the symbol with her hands. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I. I don't even know what. I don't have a problem with it necessarily. I had a perfect. I had a really good time at the theater. Like the the yeah. lines that were supposed to kill killed. Um, the songs yes. were bops, and they got awesome. everyone everyone laughing along with them. The fight scenes incredible. Uh-huh. Um, it, so they, good. They're maybe. The Rhea Perlman of it all doesn't totally work for me. The Wolf Farrell of it all didn't work for me in the movie. I think he's kind yeah. of actively yeah. bad in the movie, doing something he's done a billion <laughs> times before. Um,
1: yes, that's true.
0: But, I, like, Greta's Greta's the girl forever. Like, I fucking love yeah. Greta Gerwig, and She's I would so die for good. her or whatever. Give her all she wants. And you're right. The, the oh. fact that an enormous toy company gave her $100 million to do whatever she wanted to do, like, make, make real sets. Shoot on location. Yeah. Uh, make like the the most beautiful costumes for all of your people mm-hmm. get so many elements of this exactly right and make something extremely like stupid for that much money that's should be applauded absolutely and it was to yeah. the tune of one billion dollars yeah
1: and you know lots of groundbreaking moments for Greta Gerwig here sure. and I also think I would be remiss to not acknowledge America Ferreira in this yeah. movie she's Fantastic, and um, the mother-daughter relationship and the the monologue that she gives in the middle of the of the movie is also great. So uh, it just really resonated, and I loved it. Um, not surprisingly, but uh, actually, you know what? I will say I, I had no expectations of the movie going in. In fact, I didn't know what it was going to be. I hadn't right. read much about it. I knew the people involved and that's it. So I think it could have been a flop and it wasn't <laughs> for me. It was a, it was a hit. It was a bop. <laughs> the
0: biggest, yep. Easily the biggest hit of the year. And it's... Uh- it kind of raises an interesting question of what movies are going to be going forward because uh, Mm -hmm. like you had a year full of like tried and true like solid as a rock IPs and properties completely eating shit on their way to Mm -hmm. far less money Mm -hmm. than they wanted to make. So Mission Impossible got its lunch eaten by Barbie and Oppenheimer kind of stealing their IMAX screens. You had the mcu sort of fall apart maybe in an irreparable way like the marvels is in theater right now making no fucking money um yeah yeah and and that was like uh uh, that made half a billion dollars when the first one came out uh you you have these kind of like uh, these audiences that are completely disregarding things that were like so solid and reliable in years past In favor of movies that are have some sort of like socio like like neighborhood around them, like some kind of event strata for them. Um, and I'm not sure what the How many movies can do that, you know?
1: Like, you know, people were coming out in strobes and pink. In fact, I think that's one of the reasons I liked it more is that like it just was this great collector of people saying, like. Come and enjoy this experience together. And they did, you know, they got their girlfriends, their moms, their boyfriends, their whoever, you know, right. to like come and go see this movie with them. And that was really special and it felt like an experience. And I, uh, you know, similarly, although very different, Oppenheimer <laughs> right. had a draw as well. And um, I think it was certainly a fantastic cast that was drawing people into this movie. Um, and I think a topic that generally people go out of their way to see movies about um so i think that there was a lot going for it in terms of a summer blockbuster as well and honestly coming out at the same time as barbie probably did oppenheimer a huge absolute favor (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And, and like, I think, I'm sure Christopher Nolan has written a check to the Greta Gerwig larger estate uh, as a <laughs> result of this. But, no, I think that they were both buoyed by one another. Um, yes, totally. I, I I think Barbie Barbie had as mass appeal as a movie um, as it did as a toy this entire time. Yeah. Like, like the brand is fucking strong. Um, and it got people totally. out because it was <laughs> a blast. I think people keep insisting to studios that like no we want shit like this so we want experiences like this we want to have fun in public with people um so when uh, renaissance tours and eras tours are making more money than any concert has ever made in the history of the planet making more money for musical artists than have ever been made before and mm-hmm. when something like barbie uh which on first blush you hear they're making a barbie movie there might be a part of your brain that's like go fuck yourself but then it goes (laughs) blows up into this enormous thing um that like uh cynical old shithead Corey was still like pretty fun i'm I'm definitely gonna go see that this looks good uh people want to have social experiences in public with people and i think in the case of oppenheimer it worked in a in a different but kind of similar way where Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there was no promise of fun at that movie because you know you're going to watch a slow motion recounting of the most destructive thing that's ever happened in the world um like of evil being produced uh but at the same time you're being promised something that you have never seen before in a movie mm-hmm. theater. You're being promised something that is spectacular and only available from this filmmaker in this particular way telling this particular story. Um so Totally. My kind of take on this is that how sustainable is it for studios to be able to make promises like this forever? Um you're never going to capture the the lightning in the bottle of Barbie again. Um, no, Barbie two couldn't possibly hope to make as much money as Barbie one, um, and they
1: shouldn't do that. They like, should I, I know that. they probably will, but you, like you, they you shouldn't, make a billion dollars, you, know? you
0: have to. I think there's like yeah. there there are shareholders involved who would say otherwise. You know, but then uh, uh, moreover, um, for a movie like Oppenheimer, which to be fair is a three hour like. Like buy the book biopic. It's an
1: investment. Yeah, it's in an sense. investment,
0: right? So, but it it had the like we're gonna fucking we're gonna set off an atom bomb, bud, and you're gonna get to see it. It's gonna be sick as fuck. Um, and they do. Boy, do they deliver! And and
1: and truly, like, uh, it cannot be understated. The cast and the acting in that movie, I think, is really special. Yeah. Um, I think some of those performances will will stick with me for a while. Um. Overall, I think the most impactful parts of that movie were like almost the courtroom drama of it all, sure. a little bit. And um like the 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 performance of uh Emily um, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Emily Emily Blunt in in those scenes in particular are fantastic. And um yeah, I, I really enjoyed those parts of it. More than I enjoyed maybe the parts of it that you were expected to enjoy the most right. <laughs> uh, or or uh, maybe or the be better phrase by. is be the most yeah. Odd by. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's hard to it's hard to reconcile what you're watching on screen. But, um you know, I think that it is uh, a really good movie. But would I return to it? No, I don't know if I'll go back and watch. <laughs> I,
0: I was Sorry. just thinking today, like, I, I am absolutely going to return and watch that very, very soon. Um, I was just thinking, like, when is that? on streaming somewhere is that available to purchase Mm -hmm. online um because i would like to like now that i've learned its pace and its structure
1: yeah sure and
0: i'm not like uh like being caught off guard by a new famous person every 30 seconds holding a clipboard and looking (laughs) serious um now that i (laughs) like i've metabolized the movie i would like to revisit and just kind of re-experience it for what it was um yeah and and like not be distracted by the is emily blunt a fully fleshed out character no she is not uh is, sure. is florence Pugh delivering a, a, a performance beyond being nude in a room yes she absolutely is like having metabolized all this stuff and and been through the take cycle on oppenheimer and barbie for that matter i i am eager to revisit both of those movies with like I I did the chemical shower on my eyes. I've gotten all the impurities out. I would simply like to re-experience both of these, and I look forward yeah. to the chance to do. Both.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm. I I hear you. Uh, you'll just be alone. Um, <laughs> 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 um. I I I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I think I think it makes sense from a cinematic standpoint why you would return to that movie um there was a lot there to unpack and i really loved the einstein moment um, oh yeah or the several but like the way it ended i thought that was pretty great i loved it um <laughs> so a couple nods i was just going back to Go my a-list um movies that i've seen this summer so you will be proud to know i started off this summer with the little mermaid um, <laughs> great choice
0: <laughs> um does <laughs> that be good you enjoy that
1: Uh, I enjoyed it. It was not quite what I was expecting, but (laughs) I enjoyed it. Um, I'm happy when you're happy,
0: boss. That's all I need to hear.
1: You know, here's going to be another one that's really going to wrinkle your brow. Um, I spent my midsummer obsessing over uh, and crying about indiana jones and the dial of destiny um <laughs> as an avid indiana jones lover as we've discussed on this podcast before i was quite satisfied with the end and i know many people were not but i will sit in my own little house in my own little corner and be really happy that phoebe Waller bridge was in that movie and played a she was spectacular character.
0: in that she uh, was really
1: wonderful uh, <laughs> You know what was great? It was a fucking Indiana Jones movie. That's correct. That didn't have um, like a love but, story tied in the center. Yeah. It was like, let's have a buddy story almost. And <gasps> let's put Phoebe at the at the center of it. Uh, and Harrison Ford is just going to fucking be awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fun. And you're going to have a good time. I did and have a I good did. time watching that. I had a yeah. great time.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I will say that... I, I think that's a solid C plus B minus movie. Um I'll take like it. On the aggregate. <laughs> but only because it was a solid like B B plus for most of its runtime. Mm-hmm. And then the final like thing happens, you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh huh. Uh-huh. The big
0: thing happens. Yeah. And, the big thing. And I'm like Whoa. <laughs> what the f what? what it, it, anyway, so see yeah. Indiana Jones and the it was of Destiny. A unique, it was a unique choice. It was, like, it
1: was a unique wow. choice. Wow. Admittedly, but Indiana Jones, the whole series had made unique choices all throughout the film. So I wouldn't say it was altogether untoward when it comes to this, <laughs> this particular <laughs> movie, series, and franchise. Uh, and so. Certainly, certainly was nowhere near as bad as its predecessor. Shout the out cracked. to the brief moment where they killed off Shia LaBeouf's character. Um, so very sick. sad and all, but <laughs> also, also awesome. Like well done franchise <laughs> and knowing rip, when they killed something mud, off.
0: Ripped to mud. Ripped to a real one, man. The guy was a king. Um,
1: you, you see his cool leather then, jacket.
0: He was cool. So cool. He had a cool anyways, hat.
1: Indie, go see it. I cried a little bit uh, <laughs> watching it, uh, but that's no surprise to anybody. Um, and then my last su- summer movie that was not one of the ones we've already talked talked about <laughs> was My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Hey! <laughs> hey. hey. hey.
0: hey. But I, I'm just, I'm glad that you're finally being catered to. I'm glad that somebody... I know. Uh, this summer
1: I, was... <laughs> all about me.
0: They had a picture <laughs> of Jesse Lynn on a whiteboard somewhere in Hollywood City as being like, let's make the lady happy, huh? Let's give the lady what <laughs> she wants. And they delivered. Hell
1: yeah. They did. They did. So I had a great time in, in movies this summer, but you, you, I'm sure have some some better choices in there than That's I That's all we get? What you got? the continuing
0: <laughs> adventures of Nia Vidalos and John Corbett being happily married and occasionally going back to Greece? What'd you think of it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was, if I were to assess it, and I'm no expert uh, do do? as a film critic, uh-huh. um, it was a very bad movie. But if I were to assess, if I were to assess it as Jesse, uh-huh. just being like, "Wow, did I cry a lot? Yes, I did. I cried so much, and I just love all of those characters and all of their quirky little adventures and. I would go see it again. Yes.
0: Is the answer. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I, I'm, I'm simply happy when you're happy. I truly am without Thanks, reservation. <laughs> that movie looked like dog shit. Um, and I saw the trailer so many goddamn time. Uh, and, I, okay, so I have, like, a distinct, like, sense memory of uh-huh. every time that popped up as, like, an ad on YouTube, and John Corbett's face popping up from behind the luggage saying, we're going to Greece, or yeah, we are, or some shit like that. And that would perfectly correspond with the skip ad button coming up and being presented <laughs> to me on YouTube. So I would hear John Corbett saying, yeah, we are, and then... I got to go back to doing what I was doing before. So I had a relationship with that movie as well this year.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you had a relationship with that movie at all. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Okay. So, okay. Movies, movie this, this year, um, there were quite a number that I really, really loved and kind of snuck up on me. Um, and, And there are quite a few, still forthcoming that i'm extremely excited about that i have not gotten a chance to see uh particular shouts out to the zone of interest jonathan glazer's follow-up to under the skin he's been out out, like not making movies for a really long time and he's Mm. maybe our best living filmmaker like i'm really really excited for everything he comes out with Uh, and that movie sounds like a bummer so it is cory bait it's cory nip um
1: Uh, i'm super excited for the holdovers
0: I, I, I see that a, seems like such a pleasant movie. I'm really excited yeah. about seeing that too. That seems like a real throwback. Let's just let Paul Giamatti cook. Let's let Divine Joy yes. Randolph cook. Um, that, that looks very pleasant. And I'm really excited to see that totally. But perhaps most of all, Poor Things, uh, the new movie from Yorgos Lanthimos starring Emma Stone. Um, oh,
1: yes, that looks so good.
0: That looks so goddamn good. And apparently, like, out of the festivals the only thing people could talk about and Emma Stone is apparently maybe gonna win a third Oscar uh and wait, wait second or third did she even support remember the favorite who who can say she
1: uh, I can't remember about the favorite but she definitely won it for the Billie Jean King movie
0: uh, wait she did right I think that's no like, did she win I
1: can't remember no she, she won for Lala
0: La land and maybe oh, right, for La La the favorite La land. um she must I have
1: been th- nominated for that movie.
0: She, um, she almost certainly was. I think they really, really yeah. like her a lot, and they'll, they'll, they just. Sometimes you just want someone like Emma Stone to show up to the the theater you're having your yeah, award ceremony sure. at. Um, it, it's nah. it's almost malpractice as a judging body not to invite uh, via award someone very famous. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so this year, um, it was kind kind of a weird year because movies, like big big summer movies big theater movies um there there wasn't one that stood out as like totally getting me there you know not Mm. um i don't even know what to equate it to but the ones i saw were ones that i knew were kind of a lock for me um that i was definitely going to like um specifically uh killers of the flower moon my most anticipated Mm. movie of the year have you seen that one yet
1: no, but it's definitely on my on my list.
0: It is a gargantuan work of art about America's original sin. It is so sure. so goddamn good. Um and and I I live now like an hour away from where the events of the movie took place, so this was a huge deal culturally. Uh, in my neck of the woods, um, yep. I have I have visited the shooting locations and sets of that movie because uh, it was shot largely in a place where Reed Drummond, the pioneer woman, uh, lifestyle brand um, mogul, uh, has basically bought a town um, very controversially, it should be said after that. Anyway, so yeah. The Killers of the Flower Moon, a, a titanic, beautiful work of art. Lily Gladstone will always be famous and is like heartbreaking in that movie, just doing Mm. some like generational work. As an Love actor, um, what else? Uh, Bo is Afraid. Bo is Afraid uh, from Ari Aster, director of Midsommar. Um, maybe the best episode <laughs> we've favorite. ever done. But yeah, Jesse's very favorite movie of all time. Um, this is a movie, <laughs> I think you might enjoy it more than you liked Midsommar, who's to say? Okay. But, it's, but it's a disgusting, phantasmagoric journey uh, following the world's biggest coward um bow played oh. by walking phoenix uh it is so goddamn funny and so pitched at my register of understanding yeah. uh, humor that that was made for me that's a layup thank okay. you very much Ariaster. aster uh, what i did not ex- expect uh coming i didn't i didn't see this one coming but it really blew my mind how um uh, simple and pared down and how angry art can be uh was how to blow up a pipeline uh, which came out like halfway through this year. Um, it does what it says on the box. Uh, it is a <laughs> story of young climate activists oh, uh-huh. uh, destroying a pipeline in Texas. And it's so fucking good. Um, highly recommend that one. I won't say a thing more. Um, then two easy ones. David Fincher had a new movie that came out like two days ago. It's called The Killer. It's on Netflix. It is near perfect. It's so funny and so edge of your seat thrilling um it's very very good michael fassbender listening to the smiths for two hours and killing people Hmm. across the country um and then one i think you would love is past lives by celine song have you seen anything about this
1: uh, yes, and I, I I am googling these movies as you speak oh, so sorry. I can follow along appropriately. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but Greta Greta Lee is one of my favorite people right now, uh, just in general, uh, and so I this movie is high on the list. But it's basically about childhood sweethearts reconnecting after after many many moons and Correct. lives having. Past and so uh, it looks very good,
0: buddy. That that is a special movie, and it's kind of breathtakingly emotional yeah. and intimate in a way that's sure. very recognizable. And um, it feels like really challenging the kind of yeah. thoughts and feelings that it has foremost in its mind. Um, that is a very special movie, Greta Lee. Italian yeah. chef's kiss yeah, yeah, yeah. so fucking so good, good. In that movie um <laughs> so yeah that was the year movies there are some like there there were a lot of small movies came that came out this year that i would i would like to platform a little bit um blackberry the story of the invention and overnight oh, yeah. like whirlwind success of the blackberry uh-huh. telephone the, the maybe the funniest movie i saw all year uh really fucking good Uh, was blackberry that's so funny yeah it's it's such a funny story um it is uh anchored by exceptional performances as well cannot recommend that movie enough uh check that out immediately um and it, it has a very similar like oppenheimer ish social <laughs> network ish kind of deal going on sure, for it I see um that. Mm-hmm. like like men men trying to solve a problem in rooms you know it's like a process it's a it's a how to start a business kind of movie very very fun and enjoyable um what else we got here birth rebirth was a deeply fucked up horror movie about motherhood that i whoa that is a good movie. I was just <laughs> texting my brother Chris about this yesterday. You, you know, he's my brother. I just want to uh, clarify that for the people <laughs> listening at home. Um, you know him, you, you're his boss. Uh, but that movie, God, you would not like that at all. It is it, it, deeply no, it troubling. Seems- <laughs> Actually, it's <laughs> it's, it, it's uh, Carla from Scrubs giving a world-class performance. Um, oh, my
1: God. Carla from Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: She's so <laughs> fucking good. She's been good forever, but she's especially yeah, good. Yeah, she's great. Um as a mother uh holding on to the memory of a loved one um so to speak no hard feelings was a fucking blast uh the jennifer lawrence uh, sex Uh comedy uh uh so much fun Uh um theater camp have you seen theater camp
1: no sadly i I have not how have i seen theater Camp?
0: okay that movie was made for you that is something you'll love (laughs) immediately and intensely um Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning came out this year and it whipped fucking ass and it made no money and they're going to be able to make the final one it's, all, it's, it's already confirmed, it's okay but to okay. see a failure on that magnitude, yikes um, Asteroid City <laughs> Wes Anderson's latest full length feature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wonderful, Across the Spider-Verse, excellent a, a colossal work of art, beautiful so lovely um, the year was good The year was good. Uh,
1: Yeah. What would you rate it? Well, what's your rating for this year?
0: I'll give it a B. I'm giving it a B. A B. Right.
1: B's a good grade. So
0: it remains to be seen. I think the Killers of the Flower Moon is like a once a decade artistic triumph. I think there are some like staggering moments in that movie. Um, And they're performing like, you you know how little Robert De Niro has been given a shit about like his job in the last decade or so um (laughs) boy like he'll turn it on for marty he'll he'll show the fuck up for marty and he is like doing the work to remind you how good robert de niro is leo's uh, when is he actively bad he he doesn't really do a whole lot for me as an actor but he's always solid um but it's really it's lily gladstone like like up? once in a generation talent like really really special actress um yeah uh that was that was the year in movies man um and more more to come There's jesse to Plemons seen, but... is
1: also in that i'm very excited oh, yeah. to see him in that movie. he's you mean
0: mm-hmm. mr kiki dunst um yeah, yeah he's, he's the best there is <laughs> i i don't i don't think i'm more invested in any living actor than i am in uh, jesse Plemons. fucking love that guy
1: He's so fun uh brendan fraser's in it too huh
0: <laughs> well, brendan fraser is in it very briefly and he <laughs> he he pl- he gives the biggest performance in the movie one that was kind of shit on when it first came out i, I think he's wonderful i would die for that mm-hmm. man i think he's among the loveliest people alive um but he's doing a lot in that movie with very little okay. screen time uh <laughs> you know uh, you know who gave the second best performance in that movie is huh. country star Jason Isbell, um, who I had never seen act in anything before, to my knowledge.
1: No, he- yeah.
0: He is so fucking good. And he holds the screen really? like nobody's business. Uh, He's good for him. Really, really good. Also, Sturgill Simpson, another country artist, is also really terrific in that movie. Um, yeah, they just got a bunch of cool, <laughs> fucked up looking people to come uh, mess around in uh, Pahuska, <laughs> Oklahoma for a few months. And it's a it's well, a beautiful fun. work of art. Cool. Right, well, I'm excited it.
1: to see it. It's definitely definitely on my list to go. I'm to
0: done go talking about movies. Sure. All right. I'm done talking about movies. Forget about talk, it. I want to <laughs> talk about your great passion, Jesse Lynn. Jessica Eileen Lynn. I want to hear your thoughts on the year in television, my friend. What did you watch? What did you love? <laughs>
1: um. What did I watch and what did I love? Well, Uh, I'll tell you my most recent muse has been a little (laughs) show called (laughs) Below Deck. That's Uh, right, baby. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Um, Special shout out to Below Deck Down Under, uh, which is a luxury yacht Uh, Going off the coasts of Australia and New Zealand alike. And they are so fun. The cast is great. Captain Jason is cute. Aisha is so amazing. She's the chief stew. Shout out. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. I think it's just good old-fashioned reality TV fun. And you know what? They're a team, and if somebody doesn't get fired on this season, it's going to be a disappointing season. There's at least (laughs) one person fired every season. Um, And What's the worst reason
0: someone's been fired? Like, what's the worst thing someone's done on that show to lose their job?
1: Well, actually... There was a really bad, like big, big plotline bad on one of the seasons. I can't remember if it was like below deck Mediterranean or regular below deck. Uh, (laughs) But um, do you want to take a moment to check
0: the uh, the references? You want to let's? I think
1: we owe the audience
0: a little bit of professionalism. Okay, fine. If you don't
1: take your job seriously, (laughs) no. I mean, um, so basically, a guy. Didn't treat a woman well, and then a woman oh. didn't treat a man well, and it was a really bad situation, and okay. it was terrible that it was televised. So actually, that is the worst reason altogether. I should have
0: known. I should have um, known better than <laughs> to ask the question. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what's the worst <laughs> shit a person did on TV? Yeah.
1: So they couldn't work um, on a boat. No. Uh, so I think beyond that, though, other than that, like, let's think of more fun reasons. <laughs> that's someone who got fired uh-huh. um so let's see i think people get fired when they just are lazy those are always really fun oh, Yeah. Um, yeah. And they just don't don't show up, and do <laughs> that's the, work. the funniest uh, reason
0: to get fired from anything. Like like hearing your set of responsibilities and tasks to be done and be like, "Lol, no thanks, dude." Sounds like yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there there was another great moment where uh, uh, it was on below deck sailing yacht. Um, yeah, that's my preferred, where <laughs>
0: preferred uh, branch of the show. So.
1: Where this guy was on anchor watch. And the boat was clearly dragging. The better part of the night, uh, the anchor was dragging. And he didn't wake anybody up. And he put everybody in danger and everybody in a really bad <laughs> position. So he got fired. Um, and he was also making out, making out with one of his castmates uh, as that's well, instead of watching and doing his job. So King that's shit. fun. yeah so love love below deck. so that's been a recent muse um shout out to the real south the real housewives of salt lake Lake city City. beverly hills and the new cast of new york so Ah. good so good so Um, are you
0: fully up i I was curious about this because you had mentioned you had you had mentioned that we were going to get some Real Housewives content today. Uh, are, mm. Do you watch every iteration of the Real Housewives? Or no, are the ones you not. just listed the ones you stick with?
1: Those are my three. Those are my solid okay. three. I, I have I have not seen any other episodes of any of the others. Um, I think I feel really good about my three. And, you know, I'm open to others. But uh, right. for now, I'm I'm sticking with it. Because there's really? so many other reality TV shows that I have that I I haven't yet mentioned um, that I just can't keep up with it all. If I were to add more, (laughs) I
0: feel like I've seen the, like the greatest number of messy behavior clips from atlanta i think there's some real wild shit happening down in atlanta they're really in the lab down there (laughs) cooking up some magic um so maybe that's worth checking out um all right good to know
1: good to know uh
0: but i i of course am not affiliated with the 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 bravo network at all um and i don't know anything Uh, i'm just some (laughs) asshole uh but it seems like they're they're really um, making magic happen down in the in the oh uh, in, right, in the greater of Atlanta area.
1: Good to know. Uh, I will add it to the old list. Um, Survivor, new season of Survivor has recently begun. Um, we have got the Pinnacle. Of reality TV with the Golden Bachelor on TV right now, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> yeah, my mom's watching that shit. Yeah,
1: 100%. So, what's the
0: deal with that when he's like over 40 or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think he's like seven, close to 70 years old. Mess like what's he's, up. <laughs> he's not a young guy. Uh, his, his name is um, uh, Gary but his okay. name is spelled like Jerry. Uh, his name is spelled G-E-R-R-Y and he calls himself <laughs> Gary. Okay. Which is very confusing. Um, but he definitely <laughs> kind of, um, he has a very methodical way of speaking. Uh, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Oh my God. But he's just, you know, very. He, I don't. I can't even imitate him. Just go watch a clip of Gary, okay. uh, the Golden Bachelor, and you will know immediately what I mean. And um, what's his deal? Like, like
0: he's—is he just like like a, a hot older dude unlucky in love? Is he a widower? Is he like a rich person? What's going on here?
1: So Gary is a widower, um, and he is looking for love uh, for you know the the winter of his life. Yeah, the autumn and, of his life. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, and so he um, he's seeing what's out there by dating 12 women at a time. Um, special shout out. Oh, gosh, I got to get this woman's name right uh-huh. um, because she's fantastic. If there is any one reason to watch The Golden Bachelor, it is actually for this woman, um, and her name is Kathy. Um, <laughs> Kathy is okay. so good. Um I got to make sure that I'm talking about the right the right person. Yes, I am. Kathy. Okay, uh, excellent. Kathy from The Golden Bachelor is stellar. Stellar reality television from Kathy Swartz. Um, <laughs> research her. Follow her. Give her all of your money. She's great. Um, I don't love his final... What, who am I assuming he's going to end up with, unfortunately? But if he's happy... Drag her! Whatever. <laughs> um, But it was really fun and really a positive experience watching all of these people go on this show that was not designed for them and just owning it. And all of these women for the most part were so supportive of each other and really lovely and wonderful and it was a fun watch but I will say I cried every single episode. It's so hard to watch sometimes, <laughs> but well, uh, it's mostly they, they've because... got
0: the formula down at this point, right? Yeah. Like that's that's one of the services that a show like that provides is the chance but to cry. This is a different level.
1: No, it's a different level. They're talking about the lives that they've led right. and the spouses that they've lost and the challenges that they've run into and they they're losing friends. Like it's. i can't stop crying uh when i even just think about this show but anyways it's very fun uh, and silly and stupid but if your mom's watching it i think you should sit down and watch it with her there's like two episodes left
0: That'll be like when uh, when I was watching Breaking Bad back in the day, and my mom had yeah. heard enough about it. She had never seen an episode of the show, but it was in its like <laughs> the throes of its last half of its last season, and she was like, "I think I'll check that out," and just jumped on board <laughs> with it and wanted to talk about. Like the last few episodes of this television (laughs) epic, um, I feel like I might be doing mom a disservice um, by taking up precious Gary and Kathy time. My mom is also a (laughs) Kathy, by the way. Shout outs to the Kathy's. Um, (laughs) Kathy's. I might be taking away some precious energy uh, of something that seems pretty geared, especially towards her.
1: You know, I think she might enjoy your company. Just saying. <laughs> nah, um, nah. <laughs> nah. Um, so let's see. Other reality TV, you know, yeah. I can't say I've gone, oh, you know, Love is Blind has been mm-hmm. a big, you know, drama sucker. Um, I enjoy all oh there's a new season of bake-off happening right now there you go yeah that that's just true came out mm-hmm. um selling sunset come on <laughs> get on the crischelle train choo choo um and yeah i you know why not uh, fuck it like i just enjoy it and i have no shame in admitting it and that's where what? i've spent most of my television time um, i know you I'm have no to shame if i have
0: haven't watched
1: any other television series that wasn't reality
0: (laughs) you're you're an extraordinarily busy woman uh uh, whose demands in both your uh money-making career and your potential ventures require a ton of your time and a ton of your bandwidth which is significant but finite as anyone's is. Um, so you you watch what you're able to watch, my friend. I've always admired that about you. Um, and, I, and I don't think you need – when you talk about reality television, I don't know if you feel like I I come at you with a negative energy about that or negative connotation to it. Uh, you don't have to couch your love of these programs <laughs> with I'm not ashamed Thank of you. this and I feel no shame. I, I love you. I love trash. I love garbage. Uh, I love low – culture generally speaking um, this is not my avenue this is not my street corner of the pop culture landscape <laughs> but I don't want you to feel like you have to put caveats on this Thank you. Uh, I just
1: appreciate that. love
0: unabashedly there's no such thing as guilty pleasures or at least there shouldn't be um,
1: yeah I I'm with you on that for sure I literally am trying to think about if I watched any other TV so you should probably tell us what you watched
0: well <laughs> but the, I, I will say that there are some there's shows that we have covered in our past that either terminated or returned uh, this calendar year, right? So uh, I know for sure you finished Succession, yes?
1: I did. I did finish Succession
0: right um and and like any one of these that we're about uh, to mention very briefly could warrant their entire discussion um we're not doing that today that's not the vibe um but also the bear came back for its second season
1: The bear. Uh, uh,
0: last time i spoke to you you had not watched the second season yet (laughs) are you caught up on the show yet (laughs) no (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) but have you started it at all no (laughs) guessing. i
1: I will get on it i'll get on it my friend i'm so sorry i feel ashamed
0: you have (laughs) you don't owe me a single thing in this world i want only what's best for you and what's best for you i feel is watching the second season of the bear a very good tv show that i know you'll love a whole lot whose second season i think outpaces its first um in confidence and in quality damon that's right i think it's a very very good television show now one that snuck up on me this year snuck up on everybody um is sort of in your lane and i i want to know if you've seen jury duty
1: Oh, oh, you know what? I was literally just going to ask, have we? going to Because I couldn't remember. Uh-huh. uh I was like, have we talked about Jury Duty? Uh, <laughs> we And <haven't>. 100%, 100% <laughs> I've seen Jury Duty. Can we talk about the melding of all of my favorite worlds? Reality TV. James Marsden, And comedic acting. And James <laughs> yeah. Marsden, And fucking hilarious, like, C-list actors who are do- so good at their jobs. That's the uh, And <laughs> it's so good! It's, this show concept is lightning in a bottle. It will never be captured in the same way. Can't again, do it again. But can't I can't do it again. I hope. I hope that they at least try to do something like it again. But it's lightning in a bottle. It was so good. I was at the edge of my seat in every moment. And shout out to whatever the heck that guy's name was, Ronald. the main guy, because Ronald is yeah. the goodest human.
0: He's, the <laughs> He's goodest. an angel. Is an actual yeah. angel on Earth. <laughs> it just I, I, To your point, you're right. This experiment can never be successfully recreated again. Not yeah. because a ton of people saw Jury Duty, which I don't know what if it was the case. It's a V a original, which is technically on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure how many eyeballs actually landed on this. But yeah, as far enough. as like experimental avant-garde television goes we don't get shit like this ever um I showed this to my parents immediately like one episode in I was like (laughs) let's go let's see where this this thing goes we're absolutely watching this and they'll they'll never find a special person like Ronald ever again I didn't think a person like him was possible in today's world um but yeah like shouts out to all of the like People that I've seen pop up as fourth leads in one episode of fucking community back in the day, like really yep. like making a name for themselves, like going out there and putting on the so performance good. of a lifetime as incredible improvisers, really special TV show. Um, mm hmm. Man, I wish I could watch that again for the first time. That was a special thing. I know, the first
1: time. I keep thinking that too. I wish I could just experience that again. It was so fun. It was so good.
0: (laughs) And then the final episode ending (laughs) with them like, giving you every like knowing exactly what the audience who watched that show would want out of that show, which is Ronald, we're going to explain to you what happened to you. And we're going to give you your Hosannas as maybe the best person on earth. I love you so much. (laughs) You're a hero. And then showing us the audience, how they pulled it off, like the inner workings of all that stuff and interviews Uh with people about what their experience was like with this like radical performance art. Uh, very so special good. show, man. All Very
1: right. special, so good. Loved it. Oh, um, when I was just kind of uh, sort of scrolling through here, I did see uh, "Love and Death," uh, which shout out to Jesse, another Jesse Plemons show. There um, you go. This show, this this story was made twice in the past year. Oh, Once was on Hulu yes. with Jessica Biel. Candy. This one, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So this I watched one, Candy. I never watched Love and Death. Love Have you seen death. both?
1: Yes, I've seen both. What um, did you prefer? I, I think, I I don't know. I think I ultimately enjoyed um, Love and Death um, more because of probably like a, some combination of Jesse Plemons and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Like just yeah. Really enjoying those two. Um, I thought Jessica Biel did a did a nice job though. Like I She's enjoyed great. when there when Love and Death didn't exist. That was my favorite version. You know, so um, you know, it's a silly, funny. It's not funny at all, actually, but a silly no, true, it's deeply crime, sad.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> true crime, yeah, true crime show, uh, and it's fun to see two versions of the same story. Although I don't know how that happened.
0: <laughs> in I'll, in I'll, I think I think it's a public domain story that anyone could buy yeah. the rights to. So uh, I think I I've only seen Candy because Candy was first, and I had a free yeah. afternoon, and I watched that in a day. Sure, and I uh-huh. I. I was pretty happy with it overall. I thought Melanie yeah. Linsky was great in oh, that really show. Good. Uh-huh. And I I'm a, I stand Melanie Linsky, so I'll watch whatever she's in. Um, except yeah. for Yellow Jacket season two, past the first two episodes, which I didn't think was very good at all. Um, oh, bummer. That was kind of a bummer this year. But uh, it just, I got scooped by Candy. And by the time Love and Death came around, I watched the trailer not knowing what it was about. And I was like, we're fucking doing this again. There's a, a, yes. a Deep Impact Armageddon event this year where like two competing studios are doing the same thing. Um so no, I have not checked that out. Uh but yeah, I, I will be bored uh one Sunday afternoon soon and that'll that'll be time for that, the reading. That'll be the one. Mm-hmm. Um other like notable mentions from this year, reservation dogs. Um Very, very special television show. Um, It is is set uh, in Oklahoma. And basically, it's on an Indian reservation. So it's unincorporated territory. But it's basically adjacent to Muskogee, Oklahoma, where Chris Damon was born, my brother, uh, where I lived briefly as a (laughs) child. Uh, uh, You know, I was there too. Um, But It is the story of these uh, young shithead children on a Native American reservation in central Oklahoma, uh, trying to figure out where their life is going to take them. And it has consistently been across three seasons among the best television uh, of its year and it's an extraordinarily special showcase for cool. a population of people who don't often get highlighted on uh, major television shows big shout to That's reservation amazing. dogs came to an end this season with a heartbreaker um really beautiful stuff uh other surprises kunk yeah. on earth um a basically satirical history documentary program that aired on netflix it was written by charlie brooker of uh, black mirror um it is extremely fucking funny and i'll leave it at that kunk on earth Um, telemarketers the hbo documentary about the self-same profession um, was among the more fascinating uh things i've seen all year and it felt like actual Guerrilla punk rock filmmaking at times, and and centers oh. around extremely fascinating people. Amazon made Dead Ringers. Amazon adapted a David Cronenberg movie starring Rachel Vice as identical lesbian twins, uh, gynecologists. It is it is outre to the extreme. It is very gnarly and fucked up and sexual, and I highly. Highly recommend Dead Ringers on Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, no, Dan. And on a much, much smaller note, Somebody Somewhere is a tiny little show about tiny little people on HBO. I, I, I really, truly recommend Somebody Somewhere because it's a scale of story that is not allowed to be told. Uh, On television these days, um, it's uh, Bridget Everett as a woman who is forced to move back to her hometown uh, after living in the big city for a while. And it's about like the everyday relationships we build in trying to become closer to people and allow ourselves to be a person that will be closer to people. It's really beautiful. Um,
1: Oh, that's amazing.
0: That's about it. I mean, Barry, The Last so of Us, uh, yeah, I Think You All Should Leave those. came back. There there, there was good television this year overall. Uh, nothing spectacular jumped out except for something like a jury duty. Jury duty was the biggest surprise of the year and maybe the most fun I've had watching a TV show this year. So big shout yeah, out. Yeah,
1: no, I, I am with you for sure. I loved that one. I think it will definitely probably be my standout of the year, given that the only other thing I've watched is um, – Below Jack, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I think I've got some TV watching to do, so I oh, am inspired now to watch some more TV and movies. And, um,
0: and I'm inspired to to see what the lives of housewives, real ones, um, are like in today's day and age. What are their yeah, they, What are their wants, their desires? You know, what do they get into on a daily basis?
1: They really have it tough out there, those real housewives. So.
0: <laughs> all right well i th- i think we're winding down buddy. Uh, i uh, it's been far too long i love talking about shit with you and Me i don't know <laughs> why i prevent myself from making space for this um but i i miss you dearly uh and i want to i miss uh, you too bad I want to thank you for making time, of course, but I I want to thank uh, Isabella Bannerman. Thank you so much for uh, uh, for prodding us along and kind of forcing this to happen. Uh, Your words move mountains, Isabella. We're big fans of yours. Um, (laughs) Shouts out to her um shouts out to 2023 a weird and interesting year for art and we're not certain exactly when we'll be back next uh like we said earlier we have legitimate like things in the way of us having time to do this um but neither of us have ever had less time to spend on creative pursuits um but we love all you guys for listening we hope that uh it was worth the wait and you'll hear from us sooner rather than later
1: Did you see what just happened? Yes. Oh, that was
0: insane. Do that again.
1: I made a little heart with my hands for all of our listeners. It doesn't work for me. the screen also made a heart. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. (laughs) This is technology.
0: Do you have a better membership to Squadcast than I have? I didn't know it could do that. No.
1: I'm on Chrome. Google Chrome.
0: I'm on Chrome, too, (laughs) dog what the hell is there a
1: thumbs up version
0: maybe oh I just made fireworks happen I can't do shit this is this sucks
1: (laughs) well just know that there's um AI generated hearts floating (laughs) out to you from my screen right now listeners but we love you and we'll be back as soon as we feel like it (laughs)